you were well, gonna okay, die so the tomorrow, the go to the go to is Domino's. Okay. Wow, Domino's. If you're okay. gonna die tomorrow. No, no. It's not gonna say if I die tomorrow. I'm flying somewhere. I'm going out. I gotta go. I'll bang a ring on the radio. So turn it up. I'm telling you. Hi, I'm Noelle, the host of Pop Punk and Pizza, and today I'm joined by Come Clean. So how are you guys? We are doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Nice. Um, so first off, why don't you say your names and what your roles in the band are, like what instruments you each play? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Rob. I play guitar and I sing. We're also missing one right now that plays guitar. His name's Owen. Okay uh yeah yeah we got we got two we're sharing um but uh i'm dallas i'm the drummer and <laughs> and then i'm uh, zach i uh do vocals and i play the bass cool and where are you guys from we're from uh kernsville north carolina right between winston-salem and greensboro nice and what made you want to start this band so it was like 2015, 16, something like that. I, um, I, uh, had a failing relationship and had a, uh, had seen trophy eyes at warp tour on accident. Um, okay. their spat their, uh, I was waiting for neck deep. Their, uh, their set was uh, real inspiring. It made me really want to just start playing music again. Um, so the combination of those two things kind of drove us to starting a band. Cool. And what artists or bands inspire you when you're writing music? Um, all kinds of stuff. I listen to all kinds of stuff all over the place. Lately, uh, I'm super into Oliver Tree, which is like nothing. Oh like yeah. Us. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like that's like my number one uh, like artist that I'm into right now. But cool. for, I mean, more like obvious stuff like Blink One Eighty Two. Um, yeah trophy eyes and neck deep and uh been really uh heavily influenced by columbus uh, an australian band um cool so, uh, a lot of bands like that has been uh, a lot of our influence over six seven years something now nice um and how did you come up with your band name it is the name of a trophy eyes song on their men move on album and okay we thought it made a pretty sick band name that fortunately no one else really had <laughs> yeah that's cool um i like when bands have interesting you know uh like their band name comes from a song so that's cool yeah and uh you have your debut album coming out april 14th called 134 and can you tell my tell me why you decided to call it that and what the album is about like some of the themes maybe yeah um so just uh let's see one three four um it's a number that my girlfriend sees everywhere. Um, hmm. And so as she's been around us over the past six years, uh, all of us see it everywhere all the time. Uh, we always notice it. We always point out each other and stuff. But me and my girlfriend always uh, notice it, point out each other, and it's become like a, an I love you kind of between us. Um, but okay. uh, so a lot of the stuff on the album is like, there's probably almost half of it is like love songs I've written for her and stuff. And then um, we we have some uh, other stuff that's like um, a little darker and dealing with like, um, you know, more mental health stuff and stuff like um, drug use and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, 
and Zach wrote a couple, so. Yeah, just playing off of that, like other more darker tones, um, dealing with failures and, um, you know, finding it hard to overcome certain things that happen in your life. For sure. I think that's really cool. The number thing that you see it everywhere. Is it kind of like that angel numbers thing where like, yeah, you, you I, see I it guess. very often and then it kind of means something? Yeah, I guess uh, where, where people <laughs> always see numbers sometimes and stuff, but like it's made it into like his license plate. It used to be his address. Oh, like, cool. <laughs> it's literally like a block and a half away from me, a house. The address is 134, yeah. which is the oh. work of the album that Rob took. Yeah. But it's kind of like that movie yeah. number three where he just sees it everywhere. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. That's interesting. <laughs> I like that. Um, and so I found a lot of newer bands, um, they kind of tend to hesitate to write full length albums because um, like writing albums can be costly compared to like EPs and because people nowadays tend to have like shorter attention spans supposedly. So how do you guys feel about that? Um, and like, what are your thoughts on full length albums? I mean, we've, uh, we've already put out two EPs. Um... And so we've had some of these songs that we've been holding on to since our first EP and songs that we've worked through, through all of that whole process through um, starting out in like 2016 through like 2019-ish, we were still finishing up these songs. Um, mm -hmm. So it's, it's basically a dump. Like this is, this is just a bunch of things that we came out with. We recorded in 2019 yeah we recorded it in about 2019 so we've just okay. we've been and then you know COVID happened so there was just no reason to release yeah, really yeah to try to stretch it to last through all of that however long we didn't know that was going to be lasting right so like for the the new standard definitely is you know few few songs at a time have more consistent content than have a whole dump but at the same time like we've been sitting on this stuff for so many years we're ready to now come yeah. out with a smaller bite-sized things that we can kind of continue on you know like we're ready yeah. to move on you know we've progressed yeah. as musicians we're getting out and... everything that we've had up until 2019 that we're still right. holding on to that still seems new to everyone else but is very old to us yeah so we can so we can get it out and we can move on with new eps and new singles and things like that Okay, cool. And so what is your favorite song that you've released so far? Uh, our favorite song that we've released, I guess, probably So Foolish. I, I think it's a banger. When I wrote yeah. it, I thought it was going to be a banger. Uh, he wrote the lyrics to it, did a great job on it. Um, yeah, I really like that song, too. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm yeah. A big. That, that, one, that one hits you in the feels, you know. You yeah. can uh, definitely get those little chili bumps, you know, going through that <laughs> one. And uh, yeah, I, I definitely think, you know, playing wise, even that's one of my favorite songs to just play. It's like, I don't even have to think about it. I can just enjoy the song. Right. Yeah. If I had to pick a favorite, um, it's it's probably the song 134 that's good. That's on the album. I, I really, really like that song. And and, uh, and Rob wrote that whole song. And so it's, it mm -hmm. was all new to me when it when it came and and I you know, learning to play the bass, which was really tough and sing the song at the same time gave. Oh, me, yeah. Gave me this real, uh, I don't know, uh, appreciation for the song that I didn't have when I first, you know, listened to it. But then I just I just grew to love it so much. So she, she said song that was out is your favorite song that's out, not clarity. <laughs> 
it's out now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that would be uh, when I'm falling. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. When I'm falling. So, so this is this is our dad. We call this my dad. Uh, <laughs> our singer here, Zach. Um, so every time we throw the song "When I'm Falling" from the from down the street uh, EP that we did. He'll look through the whole set that we're playing, and he'll go, "Oh, oh, there's some really good songs in this set. There's some, there's some really good songs." Exactly and it's like, add. "Well, we know that's because there's the one song." But you know, it's it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's funny. Cool. So, are there any particular gear or guitars that you liked using on the album or for live shows? Um, I'm like really super super partial to gibsons and fenders just like the classic stuff um i really like orange yeah. amps but um moving into more like current stuff that i'm doing now like i've been using uh a line six pod go which is like a simplified helix and i can just create like all kinds of tones all different amps are in there so that's what i've gone to a lot lately just because i can and it's recallable you can just recall the song that you're going to play and just button done. Yeah. Um, but it, the, the pod go is just a super easy to use like piece. That's just so like crazy versatile. Um, but yeah, I've been cool. playing a Gibson SG for a while and that's probably like my main like road guitar. Nice. Uh, drums wise, uh, shout out to SJC. Um, <laughs> uh, I do love, I love the tone of a good SJC kit. I use Evans head. I think they're the EC2 heads. Um, I use a HD dry head on my snare, which is a, it's a 14 by seven um, SJC black nickel over brass. And I like TRX symbols um, as to where they have this, this really just good tone to them. They're not like too bright, like on the Sildjian side, even some of their K's and their, I mean, especially A Customs for sure. They can just be slightly too harsh almost, especially in a live setting, just depending on the situation. Mm -hmm. So these, I think the TRXs have a nice, like, better presence about them. Like, they still cut through, but they're not, like, you know, killing everybody because I yeah. already play terrifyingly loud. So, <laughs> um, makes sense. Uh, I play a Fender Precision. I feel like I want to invest in something different here soon, but right now I just, have IP base and I love it. So he's been saying that for like three years, by oh, the way. Base, bro. Uh, so you don't need to buy another subject. base. You need to buy your own amplifier. That's what you need to buy. <laughs> you don't need an amp. Or a base. An you amp need an amp as well. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah I would well, like cool. to have another base just to just to play around with different tones. Maybe even just buy another Fender Jazz bass. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Cool. And uh, this album was mastered by Grant Berry from Stand Atlantic and Boston Manor. And what was it like working with him? Uh, just real simple. Uh, he's real professional, real quick to respond to your messages and emails. Um, nice guy. Uh, it's just been real professional to work with and quick, easy. Oh, good. That's and good. I feel like he gave us like options too. He was like, "Hey, you know, I I, I kind of saw this yeah, song going in the, this direction, but this is also a direction I could see it going. Were, what do you guys? Yeah, think? Yeah, there were some and, songs yeah. he'd give us an A and B mix, and we could pick from, which is uh some stuff that other mastering uh uh yeah, they're pretty straightforward. Mastering sometimes. engineers. Yeah, they're yeah, pretty they straightforward. It's like, okay, what do you us. think? 
and then you know you go revisions from there but instead it was like you know here's a couple things how i was feeling what do y'all thinking generally you know even from a business standpoint i can see that being somebody being you know what this one was better let's go with it all right great moving on (laughs) yeah oh cool and um so otherwise you recorded this album yourselves right and so what like challenges did you face and are there any lessons you learned from recording it yourself that you would take for when you're recording uh new songs in the future so uh, actually we didn't record it ourselves quite um we recorded with uh gage owens and uh he was in high point at the time he's currently in charlotte working out of uh susu's studio um we're taking back sundays recorded and stuff oh, cool um but um what did we learn what did we learn yeah um so we we sat for a really long time to work on this me and gage um he like all all the other stuff all the stuff for like the actual recording process was pretty much just how it normally was um it was real relaxed and easy to do with gage he was very easy to work with he's been a friend for a long time I think it's in yeah. general, it got us like, uh, for me playing drums, you know, um, studio work and stuff is something I've always been interested in, in general, it definitely inspired me to take more steps to have a studio myself. Um, and just, you know, it's always a difference in studio recording and live playing, you know, right. there is just a it's a different thing. You're, you're focusing on different things than you are in a live setting. And I think mm-hmm. just that in general vision of a song in a sense of production and looking at it from the outside and then listening to it, you know, just gives you a whole different perspective um, in yeah. to learning how to then therefore write songs in the future. Yeah. We've spent probably, I think the last that I saw was like 36 days, like, working with gage in the studio on this album um and probably we were probably done recording by like day 18 or something like that and the rest of it was just a lot of me and gage sitting there going through the mixes and just trying to get them just right so it was a huge long tedious process yeah i will say that um one thing i did learn in this last studio session you know or time we were there um is that we had lots of songs some of them we had been playing already and then some of them had been written you know kind of recently yeah and when it comes to doing vocals in the studio um i did i kind of get a big you know eye opener there is that like when you're even playing the songs and we already you know have a feel for them it's so much easier to go in and record those vocals than it is you know just writing the song here recently and having to yeah, try there, there were songs up. we were finishing up like yeah. a few days before we were recording them mm-hmm. like lyrically you know, yeah stuff. if i'm not mistaken um, so definitely um learn something on that I, w- I would like to be a little more polished before we go into the studio for any future songs especially with the vocals just you know know exactly what we want to do instead of trying to build on it as we're as we're in the studio yeah definitely you know the the learning that the performance and the source is yeah, key you know um it, it's more the, of a muscle memory thing right yeah. well like once you have the muscle memory down then you're then you're focusing on the nuances of the song the you know how you hit the snare how you breathe into that next vocal line how right you, slide up into that that next guitar part so on and so forth so 
just in general, just experience, you know, and growing as musicians. Yeah, and yeah. for our next stuff, we will get to do it ourselves. We we now it's been long enough that we we have all the proper equipment and a good place to do it and the knowledge of how okay. to do it and everything now. So the future things will be uh, things that we have done ourselves and then yeah. some of the other additional engineering. Yeah, well, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, and what has been your favorite venue or show that you've played at so far? Or is there any venue you'd really like to play sometime in the future? My favorite venue that we ever played, we all have to have the same venue. It has to be that we played the Fillmore in Charlotte uh, for, oh, awesome. for an emo night. And <laughs> yeah. there were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people there <laughs> honestly for me it was just they had a guy there was like yeah i'll just throw your stuff your uh drums on stage uh during the sets and i was like oh you'll do that like like for me oh sure <laughs> great <laughs> yeah for you. right yeah. like yeah that's nice that's goodness you know yeah that, that was definitely the coolest show we ever played <laughs> for sure cool. it, was the, it was the full thing nice yeah, that's always nice when you don't have to set up drums yourself because that like i imagine takes forever because there's so much like it seems like drums it takes longer to set up it than like guitars for example yeah. for sure it's yeah. a lot more physicality of moving moving physical parts to a certain spot you know and then yeah. to every surface you go in could be different like for instance i have carpet in here so when i go mm -hmm. play on a flat surface it slightly changes a little bit and i'm me personally yeah. very muscle you know memory oriented so like you know something's off an inch you know then i'm hitting it like kaboom you know? dude the, um, the floor at this one venue was like <laughs> it was flat and then and it would start to like curve up like right in the middle and that's where the drums go it was, so, oh no. uh, <laughs> it, was it you know what it had a lot of character that's <laughs> way awesome, though. i can say yeah. it um but yeah, I mean, even, you know, on top of that, once you get into a room with drums, your drum, your drums are going to sound totally different than every other room you've ever also been in. And, you know, I'm, I'm bougie when it comes to <laughs> drums and my drum, like, I, I want, I want it to sound full in the room. I want to get that, you know, tone out of my drums that, you know, it does resonate and it does hit pretty well. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, I say that and you could hear me live and I just get it wrong that day. And, you know, it's uh, we're all learning out here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I will say, though, if we had a wish list, I think for sure um, the Masquerade in Atlanta would be on that wish list. We haven't played okay. the Masquerade yet. Yeah. So that would be probably sure. probably number one on the <laughs> list that we want to play. Cool. So last little thought, I have to shout out yeah. to my wife because she is uh, I call her my drum tech. Yeah. Um, she is phenomenal and uh, she helps me put all my stuff together. I mean, I think it's because she wants to leave the show sooner, <laughs> but she does a phenomenal job. And uh, yeah, I tell people that she's my drum tech and that's how she gets in the shows, you know? Oh, that's but, awesome. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, so, what is your favorite song to play live? Favorite song to play live? Um, I mean, currently, of our songs, it's still so foolish. Uh, we do a we do okay. a pretty mean cover of "Cute Without the E." Oh, nice! And, I love that song. That always that always gets a I'll good you, response. <laughs> it does get a great response. It's not my favorite to play personally he as a drummer. Like he has to move it's down. it's so much it's so much hi hat. It's like it's a fast hard song for everyone. You know how hard that is to sing. 
Uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's hard across the board. So it's like, all right, guys, here we go. Buckle in. Let's see what happens. Um, but we usually kill it, and everyone loves it. So. I, I agree. It's definitely it always more, turns out great every time we play it. It's definitely more me, you know, getting into my own head before we play it. You know, I am pretty sore, you know, after we. But you know, it's fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> if uh, I would definitely agree. So foolish. Another one that. I mean, I almost have to go two that are coming up on the album. One is overworking. Um, we have our merch guy. Um, his name's Junior or Ricky or Rooster or we say it's the you know it's Ricky to Rooster. His real name's um, Brad. Yeah. His real name's no Brad, but we don't talk about that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so he's got a part that he may or may not get at the beginning. He just gives us a solid fuck, you know, at the beginning. It's know, usually he, wrong. It's usually it's, off time. It's usually wrong, and it's wonderful, <laughs> and we laugh about it. Um, but it's just a very high-energy, high-momentum uh, song. Yeah. I mean, I think we play that one at 220 BPM. Um, yeah. Great time. It's fast. Keeps people moving. The other one, though, has got to be fortunate for me. Fortunate, Another high-energy, fast. Keeps people high moving. energy. Yeah. <laughs> fast it's great i'll let y'all listen to it and you'll figure out why okay <laughs> cool yeah i love high energy songs so makes okay. sense i would stay with like i said earlier 134 it's also on that new album i that's one of my favorite songs to play and to listen to that we've written so yeah nice and um you signed with standby records in 2019 so how has that been so far and are there any other record record labels you'd like to be signed to in the future well... so we 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 signed to standby we put out our ep with standby they called us back to do the album we recorded the album we got to the end of recording the album and then they pulled out and without then, listening to anything yeah well so basically oh. bro i mean standby records it, there's no way they're a label anymore like what they haven't done post, anything what did you post the other day standby records been on it. yeah you re reposted uh, it standby records been on standby for you know uh <laughs> it, yeah so they they haven't done anything uh i haven't seen them put out music or anything since 2019 ish before covid um haven't seen them since covid uh we uh we just completely split with them so okay. uh, yeah we have we do not currently have any ties uh with yeah. standby and we are independent yeah um okay. just us uh in the future you know I, I wouldn't be against working with another label i'm not sure specifically like who who i would work with um but yeah. i would i would definitely be open to um the uh support that a label could offer yeah for sure I don't know. Yeah, and it definitely depends on the label what is offered because I definitely think that they're the time of big record labels, you know, has for our level and kind of where we're at, it's almost past in my opinion. You know, I think mm -hmm. better management can almost do more than a label for you, mm -hmm. but I can be proven wrong. So, um, yeah yeah i mean it's different for every band and every record label you know it kind of just depends so exactly. yeah that's definitely yeah and um you've also covered newfound glory song dress to kill and are there any other songs you'd like to cover in the future uh i mean like i said we do a mean cute without the e we've yeah. done um uh grand theft autumn we're pretty good at oh uh, nice 
You know, we, we'll we pull out a Creed here every yeah, now and then. Yeah, we have a movie oh, yeah. Creed you know, cover. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, look, I'm not going to, you know, in the most humble way, it's it's perhaps better than Creed. It just so he just started with yeah. the riff one yeah, day and we're like, all right, here we go. This we is this is the ride. We bought the ticket and here we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So cue without the E and uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto. Those are the, those are the two that uh we like know that and that we're good at and that we kind of like have in our pocket. That we yeah. Can. Cool. Yeah, I really like those songs. So good choices. <laughs> I've been trying to get us to do a story so far song for a while, but um, oh, nice. we don't really know what song is going to be best for us to do on that side of the genre. So we're still yeah. kind of like, you know, swimming in that pool. We'll see what happens. Honestly, we didn't know that pool existed. So we're yeah, he's literally never asked us is the first I've heard about no, it. I love I, the story so I, far. Uh, <laughs> they are probably my favorite pop punk band. So, um, I'm pretty you know, sure that's great I'm, to hear. I'm pretty sure I brought <laughs> up that we should do a couple of different ones multiple times, but never really like that hard. <laughs> Like yeah, it is hard. It's it's very difficult. So yeah. <laughs> All right, oh, and uh, happy about it. Continue. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. So since this is the pop punk and pizza podcast, I always have to ask, what is your favorite kind of pizza? I'm real basic, and I just do a cheese. But I normally do extra sauce. I uh, I enjoy the sauce. Um. I will do pineapples. I do enjoy the pineapples. My girlfriend has started a pineapple jalapeno thing, which is okay. good on the pizza. Uh, the spicy sweet combo is pretty pretty yeah. solid one. Um, I like it. You're wrong about pineapple. <laughs> the uh, I like I like crispy pepperonis, but you know not too many of them, and they like got to be yeah. crispy. <laughs> so, okay. So is there also a, what has been your favorite pizza, or is this like what you just like order on a regular basis? Like, what's your favorite? I mean, like your favorite of all time. If you were well, gonna okay, die so the go -to, tomorrow, the go-to, <laughs> the go-to is Domino's. Okay. Wow, Domino's. If you're okay. gonna die tomorrow. No, no, that's not what I said. I die tomorrow. I'm flying somewhere. But the go-to is Domino's. Extra cheese, pepperoni. Wait for it. Well done. Get that extra crispiness. Oh, okay. Of course, you got to get the little side of cheesy bread. But I will say Chicago pizza over New York pizza, it's New York pizza is just too greasy. It's still delicious, but it's just you got to take a paper towel to that thing. <laughs> yeah, so, I get that. Actual pizza was a place in Florida, though, we happened to go to. And it was... I mean, the pizza was Gypsy Moon in Orlando, Florida. Yes, there it was the number two pizza to New York City. Yeah, um, the pizza was probably. I mean, it was the size of my forearm. I mean, it <laughs> yeah, that was, Gypsy Moon pizza was. It was. Good. I could not finish it, and they. It was. That's all I'll say about it. I can wait. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, I'm not a big pizza fan. Really? <laughs> but I but I do I do say that I, I I like a thin crust pizza. I like lots of sauce and lots of cheese. I don't like it to be like, you know, mostly crust. I like I like the other stuff on there. And uh I would say my favorite pizza I ever had was on a cruise ship and they were doing brick oven pizzas and all it had on it was cheese and tomatoes and and like whatever, you know, spices they put on there, but it was delicious. It was so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So I, I guess I'm simple too, <laughs> but I, you know, I, I, yeah. I, I'm not a picky person overall. I just don't like pizza all that much. If you put a piece of pizza in front of me, it really doesn't matter what's on it. I'm probably going to eat it. <laughs> <I'm pretty good. laughs> yeah. And I'm sure you've, you know, said it a thousand times, but what is yours? My favorite, I think it's margarita pizza. I mean, I don't know. As long as like, it doesn't matter if it's simple to me, like as long as you make it well, then that's all that really matters, you know, as long as it tastes good. So it's like a song. If it's a good song, if it's a good song, if it's a good slice of pizza, it's a good slice of pizza, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. Um, and so when is your next show? Our next show is this Thursday. We're playing in Raleigh with our buddy's goalkeeper from Philadelphia. Uh, cool. And that's our last thing we currently have until uh, Bar Down Breakfast in June. Nice. And uh, where can our listeners find your music? Everywhere. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, whatever else TuneCore suggests me, Deezer or whatever that is, Amazon yeah. <laughs> Prime or something. I don't know. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> Awesome. Buy a CD. You can get there too. And anything else you'd like to plug or mention before we go, like social media or anything? Uh, come clean and see everywhere: Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, all all the ones. Awesome. Tell my girlfriend Brittany, album, new album's coming out. Half of it's about her. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, it was so nice talking to you guys. I really had fun. So thank you so much for taking the time to do this interview. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you thank for, having you. for having us. Yeah, of course. This is the second podcast we've done and it's fun. We love talking to people. So. It's like yeah. the fourth that we've done, but it's like the second one that we've <laughs> it's done. The second that's one I've been a part of, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Cool. You were the one at Blake's house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, guys. Thank have you. a good one. You have a good night. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza